welcome to Beyond the Dollar, a show where we have deep and honest conversations about how money affects your well-being. I'm your host, Sarah Lee Kane, and this bonus episode will cover a highly requested topic, giving money advice. As in, if you see a friend or family member enacting behaviors that look like they're sabotaging their financial life, should you intervene? Or what about if someone is directly asking you for advice? If so, how can you approach it in a way that doesn't end up in disaster. Now, before we get started, even though I know you're probably kicking butt in your financial life, every once in a while, your emotions can get the better of you. I know mine does. Personally, I've been spending a lot of money on fancy teas lately. If this is the case, head over to beyondthedollar.co slash spending to grab the free emotional spending guide to help you manage those pesky behaviors. Again, that's beyondthedollar.co slash spending. All right, get ready, grab a seat. And let's go beyond the dollar. Welcome everyone to this bonus episode. So let's dive right in about giving money advice. Now, when it comes to giving advice, I know we have the best of intentions, but it can backfire. I know it's happened to me a few times before. Now, people can get defensive, your feelings are hurt, and I mean, worst case, your relationship could change. There are kind of two parts to this I want to cover. First is, you know, our behaviors, and then second, the other person's behavior. So let's start with ourselves, and this is something I know I still do every once in a while, so you're not alone in this. When it comes to giving advice, we have the best of intentions, okay? We can say, yes, I just really want to help them because I I just know what's best. I've been there. I get it. But I urge you to check yourself. As in, if you give this person advice, right, solicited or unsolicited, what are you going to gain by doing this? It's a little bit of a slap in the face, especially if you're trying to give unsolicited advice or you're giving kind of subtle hints as to what someone can do to improve their financial situation. But in a lot of ways, when we are doing this, right, again, even though it can be advice that's solicited, like they're asking for you, it comes across as we're just showing off or it really is us showing off like, oh, look at me, I've done this, therefore I can help you. Whether or not that is a conscious or a subconscious fact, all right? Like I know sometimes I've done this many, many times in the past where I would tell people about things and I get very excited about them and then realize later, you know what? My intentions aren't necessarily just to help them. It's really celebrating that I've done something in my financial life and now I'm kind of showing it off. And so in this case, it's really helpful to kind of go back to previous conversations to really take a very honest look at yourself and see why it is that you have been saying certain things or what have you been saying, not how it comes across, but it's really your intention. And so if it is the case where you are not necessarily really trying to think of their best interest, you're unintentionally kind of showing off, then give yourself permission to celebrate whatever it is that you're celebrating. For example, let's say you are debt free, you've worked your bought off to pay off all your credit card bills. Instead of giving advice to someone when they're trying to pay off their credit card bills, maybe find a way to celebrate that. You don't have to like directly like, oh, I paid off my credit card bill. Of course you don't want to do that, but there's there's ways that you can celebrate that and then sort of hold yourself back when it sounds like um, you're about to give advice, if that makes sense, right? You, you don't want to give unsolicited advice because what's going to happen is that people are going to be very defensive and they're not going to want to talk to you. Or if you're 
giving solicit advice, we're going to get to that in a little second, people can still get defensive because of their intentions of why they're asking you for help. And so it's really important to be self-aware in terms of your behavior. Then that way, when someone is asking you for advice or someone's reacting a certain way, you can kind of figure out like what's going on so you know for next time. So moving on to the person, the other person, they're asking you for advice. Now, very innocently enough, you think, oh yeah, they really want my help. And, and then you now you're kind of spewing off things like, here's a nice app, here are some books, here's a course, or this is exactly what I did, you can try this. And you still find that person kind of getting very defensive or it's a really touchy, still a very touchy subject. There are a few reasons for this. Again, look at their intention. What is their intention? And it can take a little while to kind of pick up on this, but there are really a few reasons why someone would ask for advice. Sometimes it's not really that they're looking for help, but it's really a way to complain or to vent about their situation. So they may not actually want help, but they just want to kind of air out what's going on. Okay, now some people, that's the state that they want to be in. They just want to keep complaining or they're just really trying to starting to figure out their situation and just kind of venting. Or um, another reason is when they're saying this stuff, they're almost looking to see how you react to their financial behavior. Maybe there's still a lot of shame and guilt and sadness about what's going on with them. And they're hoping that by you reacting in a positive way or whatever your reaction is, it gives them permission to talk about it more or even gives them permission to change, oddly enough. The third one, unfortunately this happens, I know this happens to a lot of you, many of you have emailed me and told me this, is that sometimes people ask for advice or ask for help to get you directly to do something for them, right? And what happens is maybe you do and they're just going to keep asking you and unfortunately it's really enabling whatever negative behavior it is that they are doing. So I'm going to give you some examples of those three. So the first one is I had worked with someone who's moaning about her her dating life. So she's she was a single mom and so it's a little bit difficult to get babysitters. Um, this is when we were living overseas and so she was asking me for help in terms of like how does she budget so that she can get a babysitter or you know ask for help from friends and things like that. So then I started giving her advice and every time I would suggest something or offer something, even offer to babysit, it was met with a lot of resistance. And I started getting frustrated because I was like, well, why do you want my advice? Why do you want my help? And I realized that it was just her fear of putting herself out there in terms of dating. And this was sort of her way of justifying why she can't go out and date. And so when I really realized that, I switched it to kind of commiserating with her and then changing the subject because I realized you're not really looking for advice. You're not really looking to kind of improve or change whatever it is that you're kind of venting about. There's really nothing I can say to change your mind. So the other one for someone to get you to do something for them, I had no longer a friend anymore, but this person was really struggling to get on their feet. They had a string of very terrible personal setbacks and was really trying to improve their financial situation. They were getting a job. They were trying to rent an apartment by themselves, kind of all these things. And so what had happened was this person kept talking about needing a couple hundred dollars to get this these necessary items okay and they were like well i don't want to go to a payday loan i don't want to get all that stuff i don't want to fall back into the cycle of debt and it was really 
asking me questions of what they can do to make sure that they had these couple of hundred dollars saved. And so long story short, I ended up loaning this person this money, right? Big mistake. Soon after this person disappeared, never heard from them again. I think I would get like texts every once in a while say, oh, I still owe you this much. And needless to say, I didn't get that money back. And so lesson learned for me was don't loan money to friends. <laughs> and number two, be really, really careful in terms of what that person's intention is. And again, a lot easier said than done. I think this takes a lot of practice to really figure out what your intentions are and what the other person's intentions are in terms of giving the advice. And so what I really recommend, and I think this is a kind of universal tip for many, many things is to, before you respond, just kind of take a second to think about what's going on. Or before you offer help, maybe give yourself a day or give yourself an hour before you respond or you give that offer of help. That way it gives you some time. It gives you kind of some breathing room in order to really, really assess what is going on. Because unfortunately, what can happen if you're giving unsolicited advice, if you're giving solicited advice, or not solicited, if someone's asking you for advice and you're giving it to them or you're offering to help, it can get you into kind of hot water. It can get that person defensive. And again, that whole kind of relationship, the course of relationship could change, especially if it's a good one. Now, what can you do when someone does ask you for advice or when you feel like you want to give advice, right? Now that you know these, check your intentions. Let's talk about sort of some different tips. Again, it's very simple these things but just you got to keep practicing okay i do want to suggest that when someone is coming to you for advice and they are really really wanting to change sometimes the best thing you can do is to offer each other accountability and so think of it as you know like you're a fitness buddy like you go to the gym together well you can't really go to the gym now but you can go jogging together right things like that so where you're both kind of working towards almost a mutual goal, like you, like for example, the running situation, maybe you both want to run a 5K. So you're both kind of wanting to do a 5K, not necessarily together, but you're going after the same goal. So maybe if you are paying off debt, that person's paying off debt, you're, you're kind of doing pretty well, but this person needs your quote unquote help. Maybe in this sense, it's like, okay, maybe I'm just looking for accountability. Maybe I just want somebody to talk about what I'm doing and how I feel and all that. And and for the most part, that can be really helpful because sometimes I think when people ask for advice, we just want to see how that person reacts because we're feeling shameful and guilty and all those things about that situation, right? Now, another tip is, especially when you're talking about touchy subjects and money is unfortunately still a very touchy subject, very taboo, is to show respect for that person. Okay, no matter what they're saying. I think in a lot of cases, people have different personalities, their situation is different. You don't know what they're feeling about what's going on. So it's really a matter of respect. You doesn't mean you have to agree with what they're doing. Doesn't mean you have to agree with the fact that they're taking or not taking your advice. It's really the idea of just giving the mutual respect, right? Like if someone gave you advice, unsolicited advice, and it seems like they were attacking you personally, like how would you respond, right? So think of it that way. Just you don't have to agree with their behavior, but you do have to show respect to that person. Something I also do is to really assess whether they're going to take my advice. If this person really generally sounds like they want my advice, I want to kind of be able to know like, okay, are you really seriously going to take what I say? Um, maybe try it out, even though you don't agree with it at the end, right? And so here's where creating boundaries is really, really helpful. 
is you can offer resources to that person, even a shoulder to cry on. Okay, but let's talk about the resources part. So I get a lot of questions about how to grow your income as a freelance writer. How do you quit your full-time job to do this? And a lot of people want me to give them advice on this. And so instead of me just kind of rattling off a bunch of tips, I give them a bunch of resources. So there's some really great books out there that have been very helpful to me and I will offer them to this person. So if you're interested in that, I will link to a couple in the show notes. So that way I go, hey, you know what? Like read page 10 and let me know like what you think. And there have been times when people just didn't buy the book, the conversation kind of ends. And then I did have some friends or people who come back to me go, you know what, like I tried this tip in, in this book and like it's really helping, like I really, it's really great. And so when you kind of see that evidence, I guess you can say that evidence of that they're doing something to work towards a better financial situation or a different one, then you can continue to talk. Something I also really like to do is to talk about stories of maybe how I've done something or how a friend quote unquote has done something and what has helped. And you can use that kind of as a gateway into kind of assessing whether or not they're really going to take that advice. And it's a really kind of for me a safe way, I guess there's really no other term I can use to describe right now, is a safe way to have that boundary still where I'm not directly telling somebody what to do, but I can at least offer some suggestions and where hopefully that person's not going to be defensive. So this is something I found has been really helpful. I suggest trying it out. Third thing I do is I just say no. I'm really firm in saying no. There are a lot of topics that I'm just not going to talk about because in my experience, whenever I do start talking about it, it has really kind of ended in disaster. So in many, many cases, especially in real life family members and some in real life friends, I just say no to talking about how to get started freelance writing. Not that I don't want to help them, but it's one of those where in my, again, in my experience conversation I had, it just didn't end well. So if someone says anything, I go, I'm sorry. I don't really want to talk about this, but I'm happy to offer this book. But I don't get very specific about the page numbers like I mentioned before. And so think about those kind of boundaries you want to set, especially around very, very touchy subjects. I think that there's a lot of people, and again, this is kind of maybe controversial calling people, I don't know, but there's some people who want to outsource their responsibility. By them asking you advice and them listening to what you know you do or following what you say, it's almost like they are kind of taking their responsibility out of the equation. So if something sucks, they can be like, no, you know, like that's not going to work. Like I'm still going to be in this situation that I'm in now. So my challenge for you this week or whenever you're listening to this episode is what kind of boundaries do you want to create around talking about money in terms of giving advice or go back to a conversation you've had and think about the intention behind what you were saying to that person or you can even think about the intention of that person asking you for advice. Let me know. I am always here to listen to that kind of stuff. I always love hearing that and please, 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 you can find me on Instagram at beyondthedollar or email me hello at beyondthedollar.com. CO. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would appreciate it if you can share this episode with a friend. This is the best way that you can help me grow the show and spread the mission of what we're doing around here. All right. Thanks, everyone. And until next time, keep living beyond the dollar.